service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! So Scotland got that point we needed last night. Nil-nil against Ukraine and Poland. Saw us top of the table. Promotion to the top tier. And happy days. Former Scotland captain Barry Ferguson is here. Barry, that was a massive result last night. Yeah, I mean, it's been a massive week. Listen, three big results for us. But last night, Paul, with the players that we were missing, um, I thought the, the result was um, well-deserved. I thought defensively, the organisation, the work rate throughout the team... Um, was was brilliant. Um, some star performers. Um, listen, we had to ride yeah. our luck at times. I thought they had a couple of chances where they could have scored, but sometimes you've got to earn that luck. And I think uh, Scotland certainly did. And as I said, there was a a few people who stood out for me. Jack Henry, Portis making his debut, but I thought young Aaron Hickey at right back was phenomenal. Twenty years of age. Um, what a future he's got in the game. I know he's playing in the Premier League, but listen, I think we've got a star player in the making and, and him and he showed last night his qualities. I thought he was um, different class. Could he be as good as an Andy yeah. Robertson or Kieran Tierney? Yeah, I think he could He could even be better than both of them. And that's, you know, I, listen, I really rate Andy Robertson and, I, you know, I think he Kieran Tierney, but if he keeps progressing in this manner, I think he could um, play at the highest level in the game. There's a headline already, Mark Guidi. Yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a compliment, and you know what a, a fight we've got on Nathan Patterson and uh, and Aaron Hickey for that right back slot. The way Barry's talking, I think he sees it as as being Aaron Hickey on the left hand side. We've, we've found a solution to that. Um, you know, we've got Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney playing playing in one. Um, but yeah, Hickey was exceptional. I think you could see the the benefits of him having that two years in Serie A. He is a proper defender, and, and as Barry said, at 20 years old. He was absolutely exceptional. That was a really inexperienced back four we had last night. Really inexperienced at international level. And they excelled. And yeah, we had to ride our luck. We got the bit of luck on Saturday night, I think, with the penalty kick. We had to ride a little bit. Yep. Ukraine have missed a couple of sitters, although Shea Adams may well have put us in the league inside uh, three minutes. But Paul, that's the difference. See, he finished top of a section to progress. You need that bit of luck. Yep. Yeah. You do. You know, in any, in any walk of life, at any game, you need a wee bit of luck. But... Credit to Steve Clark and his players. Where we were at full time in Dublin in June mm. on the back of that 3 0 defeat and a deplorable performance to bounce back in that manner. Credit to Steve and his players. Yeah, it just shows you the character of the players because, mm. listen, they did come in for a bit of criticism and rightly so because their performances weren't good enough. Um, but I think the last week um, has put that to bed. I thought last Wednesday, Paul, was the best I've seen his play under Stevie Clark there have been three different performances but listen they've found a way to win two games and last night going over to, to Poland playing against a very good team with guys like Kieran Tierney McTominay Andy Robertson guys like that all missing 
um, and guys making their debut and people coming in playing out of position like Kenny McLean playing in the left hand side where he's normally a central midfielder I thought it was a, a brilliant um, point to get and a well deserved point see at the end hanging on a wee bit but people throwing their, their bodies on the line blocking shots and it just shows you there's a real desire and togetherness inside that squad at this moment in time and they deserve to get that promotion so actually I haven't even thought that the point that Barry makes here is brilliant and I think it's key to all three different types of performances to get the three yeah. results when you think you know on yeah. the front foot attack and take the game you Ukraine and Wednesday night Saturday you know having just to show patience mm-hmm. uh, to come from a goal down and yeah. keep going and keep going and keep going and then last night backs to the wall so you're right, three different types of performances and what a credit that is to them. Yeah, a real resilience last night. You know you, you know, you were going to be under pressure at times. I'm sure Stevie would have said that in the dressing yep. room and um, in the lead-up um, to, to the game. But at never any stage did I really feel under pressure. Yep, they did create a few chances where they probably should have scored. Um, but I, I just thought, they perf- just as a unit, we were solid and compact and the effort and the work rate from every single player on that pitch was was a joy to watch. How many times, Mark, have you written headlines um, and stories, sob stories, and we had every excuse last night? You know, if we'd yeah. lost one goal, and it could have happened, you'd have said, well, we were missing Tierney, missing Robertson, McTominay out. Um, yeah. There were so many excuses we had, but we yeah. didn't need them. The resilience, no. that's a great word for yeah. Scotland's performance. Yeah, well, it was probably more than 20 years, Paul, when you think about yeah. it, till we qualified for a major tournament um, again. So to do it, I, I just, because I... I probably said it in this programme I'd, I'd written Scotland off after Dublin and even I know they bounced back and got the result in Armenia um, but they struggled until Armenia went down to 10 men so to then produce the three performances to top the group and by the way what an achievement it is you know to secure a, the minimum of a playoff to get to the Euros in 2024 so we've put ourselves in a really good position and where we will be better Paul if we get to the Euros is Again, going back to that key point that Barry made, the different types of performances that it takes to get results under different scenarios, away from home, being at home, coping without injuries, other boys stepping in, other boys looking after them, making sure that they're all right and, and can get through the 90 minutes. Um, we'll be better prepared if we get to a major championship because of those types of things where if you look back now with the benefit of hindsight, we weren't for, for, for um, the Euros. 18 months ago. You know, the game at Wembley, the two games at Hamden. Too we cautious. Were, we were cautious. We were caught in between a wee bit yep. um, as well. But now you look at it, um, the mixture of experience, good young boys coming through, the level that more than them are playing at. Again, and not only playing at that level, but excelling at that level, playing week in and week out and producing the goods. Uh, we don't want to get carried away because essentially we've not qualified mm. for anything yet, no. but we're putting ourselves in a really good place. 0808 17 17 700 you know the number the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Scotland legend Barry Ferguson is here top football writer and broadcaster Mark Guidi Mark will you resign though given that you said you thought it was over for us (laughs) (laughs) no we don't want you to resign because I think most of us thought it after Ireland I I didn't give us a chance no but uh, full time in Dublin did I see us top in the group absolutely not and even before Last Wednesday night, I wouldn't have expected us to get seven points out of nine. So mm. listen, I've got to hold my hands up, and and also got to hold my hands up to to give praise to to uh, to Ryan Portis because uh, I wouldn't have started him um, last night. My exact words: were, I think he's still too raw. He's, he's got a mistake in him. He can get lose concentration. But last night, credit to Ryan Portis, he was absolutely fantastic. First class performance, and 
he certainly put himself right up there Yep, I agree that he, he was immense but listen I think you've got to give Jack Henry he stood up he was a more experienced one in that back four and me and Matt were speaking off air he's now playing in Italy in that couple of months he's been in Italy you see the difference in him Are you I, seen that already? Yeah I, I, I've always liked Jack Henry I always th- I've always thought there's a real good player in there lack of concentration at times probably lets him down now I thought last night he held it together he was immense um, the three of them Portis Jack Henry and Hickey but Hickey's the one that just edges it for me um, but three of them are immense and then uh, throw in Greg Taylor as well obviously it's so difficult for him to get into yeah. that area of the mm-hmm. pitch because you've got two top class left backs in front of him but he came in and done a great job I just thought overall it was a brilliant defensive display um, for the, the Scotland team I just and again I know what he put a dampener or take anything away from Shea Adams or, or, or Lyndon Dykes or any yeah. of those boys but uh, Paul uh, and, and, and the, the goalkeeping situation is on the horizon but the here yeah. and now I think we're just a, a, a right good number nine away from really doing something pretty special as a national team a hurricane yeah you know if we, we just you know we just don't have unfortunately and again with the greatest respect to the boys they give their lot and they, they, they give every ounce for their country we heard Shea Adams and the build up to the game saying I'll be ready I've not been great but I'll be ready I'm going to play give me the jersey but with the greatest respect to them if we just had see if we had a, a real number nine yeah. honestly we, we, I think we could we could do a proper bit of damage you know let's take a call Gary's on the line from the Gorbals hi Gary how you doing Paul evening guys good how evening you yeah, great you buzzing after last night yeah do you know what I've not been that nervous probably since the Serbia <laughs> game to be honest um, you know it was a t- a bit of a brutal watch at times yeah. and with, with the state of the pitch and the weather and, and I know we're Scottish and we're used to the, <laughs> the rain and the wind but you know I thought um, I just thought it was a fantastic performance for, for Stevie Clark and uh, for Stevie Clark's boys honestly I thought it was um, to a man I thought it was sensational considering you know injuries suspensions and then obviously you've got the you had the viral bug in the camp kind of thing so many players missing um, but we just dug deep it was a real Scottish kind of type performance Barry that's yeah, what you were saying yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with, with Gary listen it wasn't brilliant to watch in terms of we didn't play much great football no. we didn't create many chances but after Yamalenko missed that chance I just had that feeling um, we, we're going to have a bit of luck tonight and as I said I thought defensively and you've got to give credit that is a full, I mean if everybody's fit maybe bar Jack Henry they don't play mm-hmm. it would have not only been Nathan Patterson Kieran yeah. Tierney there's Andy Robertson sure. there's Scott McKenna um, so for for that back four to have probably only one training session before going into a massive game um, against a very good Ukraine team let's be honest um, it speaks volume for Stevie Clark and, and, and the players it just shows that they, they can take in information mm-hmm. in a short period of time and i seen they mentioned that about Ryan Portis that was maybe a problem being concentrated mm-hmm. but he was certainly concentrated for the full 90 odd minutes um, yesterday so yeah I, I thought it was a listen brilliant result ideally you want yeah. to go over and win but just with the amount of players that were missing I just thought over the, the, the piece this last week what a brilliant seven points it's been Gary what are you thinking about Ryan Porteous he surprised just about everybody uh, it surprised me and my, uh, my heart was in my mouth when I seen him yeah. in the starting lineup. I'll be honest, um, with the great respect because I think he, he I'm kind of a fan of Ryan Portis because I think he has the talent there. 
But obviously, he is very hot-headed, and I don't know if he just needs that kind of manager just to just to calm that kind of that fire in his belly and just try and control it a wee bit better. Because you know, you want you want a defender that's obviously that that does fight for every challenge, but you know, you need to you need to kind of be clever with it as well. And you know, that challenge at the end when when he slid in and and got the ball away. I mean, my heart was in my mouth again. I, I was shouting great tackle on the telly and at the same time thinking as we are going to look back in us and think it's a penalty. So, you know, I thought he was I thought he was sensational. Same with Aaron Hickey. You know, he's really grown as a player. Did you hear Barry saying at the top of the programme, Aaron Hickey could be better than, um, well, Tierney and Robertson he's, are as good as. Well, yeah. He certainly got the potential. Yeah. And my, I just thought that for his age... Um, and the confidence um, and his positional sense last night was first class in my so yeah yep. 20 years of age I know he's got his big move to Brentford but if he continues to progress like he is doing the now he could he could play at the highest level he'd be a good investment for Brentford Lord Willie Hockey joins us he's just limbering up for the business show on Sunday Willie what about that last night another fantastic. performance absolutely fantastic Stevie Clark the job he's done absolutely amazing and you're seeing guys you know rising to the occasion last night you know um Ryan Porteous, is he? Yep. Aaron Hickey, or these young guys thrown in at the deep end. I think it was the first cap for, for Ryan last night. So I was surprised at that. I actually thought mm. he'd played before. But Aaron Hickey, you know, I just can't believe that Celtic owned yeah. 30% of him and we didn't buy him when he was leaving Hearts. But Who, uh, no, he's a great, great, great young player. Great performance. Yeah. We mentioned it here on the show. We had a hint in the programme last night. We talked about Ryan Porteous and we thought he might play uh, and he did. Uh, Gary, who was man of the match for you? Um, to be honest, it probably would have been Ryan Portis. To, for me, it would have been between Hickey and Portis. But then again, you know, not to not to discourage the the, the saves that Craig Gordon made. You know, for for an experienced goalkeeper, um, you know that save from Mudrick, uh, the one-handed save was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, so there was there was man of the match all over the park. But for me, probably Ryan Portis um, just edged it for me. Willie, what would you say? The, I thought Craig Gordon was man in the match. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, absolutely. There was a few star performances, but I definitely thought that when he was needed, uh, the, the the couple of saves that he had was amazing. When the boys were one and one. Barry, he is phenomenal, isn't he? What a week he's had as well. The baby just arriving. Yeah. Um, he's got better wage, mm. Craig Gordon. Um, I, he's always been a top goalkeeper, but he's coming up in forty years of age. Mark mentioned it in Monday night that that is an area where you've got to be slightly concerned. Um, in terms of goalkeepers coming through um, and the level that Craig Gordon has reached over the past couple of seasons um, since he's left Celtic have been, been sky high um, but listen I can see him going on for another year or two he certainly looks fat enough Craig Gordon Mark I see Bobby McCrory is in the record books already never Aye, capped yeah. but he get booked <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a quiz question you're a former goalkeeper St Mirren and Albion Rovers and uh, <laughs> more than most of it no Mark what do you th- there is a the supply of uh, players coming through is not good and the goalkeeping yeah, no, goal yeah. I think we've got good goalkeepers but they've not got the experience so if you look underneath Craig Gordon there's hardly a cap between whether it's John McLaughlin Xander Clark Robbie McCrory whoever you want to mention so I think we've been probably spoiled in the last decade and then you go back to the last 20 years from Gorham and Leighton to, to David Marshall to Alan McGregor you know, all the guys that are, even, you know, Barry playing, Neil Sullivan was a decent Scotland yeah, goalkeeper. Big grab, yeah. big, big grab, grab Douglas. You know, big grab. So you think about it. So Craig Gordon, um, will he be there for Euro 2024 if we qualify? 
I'm not so sure that might be maybe a wee bit too far but um, I know it's a concern in the national setup. who's coming through and we don't have an outstanding catch so it's there for somebody to go and do it but as we've been saying on the programme many many times um, part of the reason why we've been successful under Steve Clark is from good goalkeeping performances mm-hmm. we spoke about it about Rangers about Alan McGregor and John McLaughlin the difference and if you don't if you have a good goalkeeper that's fine but for Scotland to do well, we need a brilliant goalkeeper. We've got one now, but I don't think we've got another one coming through at the moment. I'm told, and I've seen some of the younger goalkeepers, you know, at 15 and 16, we've got a young boy at 15 with the under-18 squad, Callum McKenna, mm-hmm. plays for Queen's Park. Everybody's yeah. talking about uh-huh. him. Um, but no, I think that, that Mark is right. There doesn't seem to be anybody that's the natural replacement at the moment. So hopefully that we can, we can push someone through to the four, because I don't think that... As you say, two two twenty four might be too far away for yeah. for Craig. And the next, the draw, Mark is on the ninth. Sunday, oh, yeah, yeah, Sunday ninth of Sunday. October. Yeah, yeah. Gary, you'll be, you'll be looking forward to that. Plus, we've had the club football. There's so much on the go. Gary, thanks for that call. Speak to you soon. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Business wise, we're living in scary times, Willie. Uh, I know you'll be talking about it, but imagine on Sunday morning. And for football, there's all the chat about the Sky deal. It's a better deal. I don't know if you. Uh, well, fantastic! A, yeah. Just came at the right time. I think all the clubs, you know, you know, Barry will tell you, especially for the clubs at the lower levels, that that kind of trickle down. That hundred grand or that extra fifty grand means everything to the to the smaller clubs. So yeah, I think well done to Neil Doncaster for getting the deal done and obviously getting over the line. But uh, yeah, I think with with the way the economic situation at the moment is, it's going to affect everyone, and it's certainly going to affect clubs. Sure will, Barry, because you know you've been at the huge clubs, you've been the, t- the small clubs, every penny counts. Yeah, th- as well as you say, that extra 50 grand, yeah. 75 grand goes a long, long way for part-time clubs. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was a deal that had to be signed. It was only a deal that was on the table. Sure. And I don't think Sky would have waited about for much longer. So the important thing is it's guaranteed now until 2029 and it's a fair chunk of money look at the mortgage offers that were withdrawn overnight Willie um, you know better than me it's scary times these are uncharted waters you know we've lived through a few recessions many recessions with obviously the financial crash but this is the first thing we've had in decades that's affected everyone right and so we don't want to get too gloomy on the business on the football programme but uh, we'll keep that for the business programme but certainly this will affect everyone and it's right down to People buying their season tickets. Of course. You know, people yeah. have got big decisions to make next year whether to pay their energy bills or feed their kids or whatever. So I'm sure that a lot of the luxuries as we see them um, will certainly be, they'll be on the table, I think, to be removed. And often, sadly, the season ticket will be the first thing to stay. In some cases, Mark, you know, because yeah. we love our football, we're the football programme, but actually heating, uh, eating or, or the football, scary, scary I, I mean, times. I think we use the phrase, uh, obviously in Glasgow, it'll, struggling to keep the lights on yeah. but that's going to be true households businesses football clubs restaurants bars whatever you want to call it you, people will be struggling to put the lights on I think that's a really good point and, and I'm sure that all the small clubs will be looking at playing during the day yeah. you know if they don't if they don't have to put on third lights and even night training all of that stuff mm-hmm. it's, going to, it's going to be a major disruption I see yeah, they're doing football. that in England they're yeah, already sure going the SPFL will okay that if yeah, clubs want to, to kick yeah. off at yeah. 12 o'clock yeah. um, to save yeah. them putting on yeah. the floodlights because it costs a lot of money to yeah. put on for the floodlights sure. for that yeah. two or three hours yeah. 
Cutting to the chase, Willie. Any tickets for any of the big games coming up with the Champions League? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, I'll put your name down just you. now for a Real Madrid ticket, and you're at number 155. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and Liverpool Rangers on Tuesday. Of course, we'll be on live from the Radisson Red uh, with Steen. Um, there's a name, Willie. <laughs> a great mechanical uh, electrical company. And then RB Leipzig against Celtic on Wednesday these are great days as well I know we're talking about the financial crisis but both in the Champions League oh, there's a lot to be in football at the moment in Scotland there's a lot to be happy about a lot of good news stories you know, starting from the national team and how the clubs are doing so yeah yeah, I can't wait it's uh, it, it's funny when the weeks come when there's not any European oh, games you're, yeah. you're a bit disappointed yeah. so it's great when those weeks come around we made the gear shift and it's been great the last week though hasn't it but going from you know a, a tight race just two points in it when it, it uh, ended just what was that 12 days ago and suddenly we're into Nations League Willie thank you for joining us Sunday morning who's on the show? Oh uh, Liz Cameron you know, from the Chamber again yeah, yeah. and a uh, couple of good callers as well so yeah it'll be, it'll be interesting I can't wait to, to record it We're talking football it's the Go Radio Business Show coming on Sunday morning The Go Football show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go, 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 go. go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. We're on five till seven. Thanks for making the switch. More and more people are tuning in to the programme. Well, we're off uh, like a firecracker there. Great call from Gary. Great to hear from Lord Hockey, who had a couple of wee gems in there, including a young 15-year-old goalkeeper to look out for. At Queen's Park. I don't know if we're allowed to, to, to say too much of <laughs> what we don't about my, but yeah. Uh, that was uh, I, I, I Callum, his name in case you get any trouble. He mentioned it on the Callum program. McKenna, I did, right. yeah, yeah, did. Yeah. Callum McKenna, 15 oh. year old playing for Scotland under 18, in, so indeed. he must have a bit about him. Mm-hmm. And the thing about goalkeepers as well now, Paul, which all clubs are looking at, whether you're signing them as a kid or if they're ready to make a jump up to like get a really big move, is it's just as important when they're being, as a, being assessed. That's how good they are with their feet than they are with their hands. Yeah. That, that's just as important now, but their ability with the ball and feet the more than just as, as much important. as their yeah. ability to make sure. saves. Yeah. That's the modern way of playing. I find totally yeah. weird. I yeah. kind of get my head around that. However, yeah. that's what's that's what's taken into account when you're, you're looking yeah. at goalkeepers. That, that's the way football's went. You've yeah. got to be, a goalkeeper's got to be comfy with the ball at his feet. You've got to be able to handle it. You know, it's like when uh, you're playing in pitches where they're slick, you know what the balls are like. They're light as a feather now, getting fired into them. So goalkeepers... You probably think now when you were a goalkeeper, Mark, your session was all about handling. Now, fifty percent of the session is done with the ball at your feet. Yeah, fifty percent as a sweeper. Yep, exactly. I so think you'll probably find in, in, in ten, maybe even sooner than ten years, most goalkeepers at every level will be playing the sweepers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look at what Celtic have, have done with Joe, with Joe Hart. The, you know the, the, the transition that I've made with, with him and that's at what 30 what is he 35 36 mm-hmm. we'd have had to change yeah. and he's had to, had to I mean I think if you ask Joe Matt, see Joe that wasn't his biggest no. strength the mm-hmm. ball at his feet but obviously the way that Ange wants to play and you see I mean Joe's probably 20 yards outside his right. box mm-hmm. yeah. he's basically playing as a third centre back mm-hmm. and that's the way and, and Joe's listen you, you've got to adapt if you don't adapt to it you'll just go and get another another goalkeeper but you're seeing that more and more that goalkeepers now have got to be just mm-hmm. as good as outfield players and see now what I also see goalkeepers are involved in the passing drills mm-hmm. in the boxes Aye. yep just to get them obviously up to tune with the, the outfield players some of the headlines so far tonight Barry has said and praised Aaron Hickey as his man of the match and he could if he develops like this be even better than Kieran Tierney 
and Andy Robertson. Yeah, I, I just love his he's all round you can see all round technical yeah. ability is really high, but for a young player his age, his positional sense and his his know how he where his man is on the pitch, knows when to drop off, knows when to get tight. I was just so impressed. He watched balls for the, the right hand side of the Ukraine when they were attacking, watch his positional sense coming in. Mm-hmm. and help me his centre back knowing where to go and, and, and you know what that's an art defending's an art for me and Mark pointed it out the difference since he's went to Italy you know what the Italians are like yeah. they, they celebrate defending clean sheets clean sheets mm-hmm. like they do scoring goals mm-hmm. and the difference in Aaron, ha- uh, Aaron Hickey um, defensively is um, unbelievable and you see that with Jack Henry mm-hmm. as well I think he's improved in the short period of time that he's been over in Italy you wonder what you're saying in terms of first and foremost rating Aaron Hickey as a defender because all the chat down the road just now is Trent Alexander Alexander yeah. Arnold has been bombed out from the England squad because he can't defend. He's got a rick in him every big game at a high level and he doesn't switch on enough. So there you look at Hickey and I'm wondering what Barry's saying if within two years are we looking at Aaron Hickey moving from Brentford to one of the big four, one of the proper big four I mean, Chukarella went for what sixty million. Sixty million. Player. So, are you looking at a, are you looking at an Aaron Hickey within two years, within the next four transfer windows, being a fifty million pound player at right back to and Liverpool and or Chelsea and or Man City? Thirty percent going to Celtic, which was revealed there by Willie. And do you know what I like about him? Watch him. Never looks under pressure. Never looks yeah. phased. Mm-hmm. And that's a brilliant, brilliant thing to have as a as a young footballer. Look, like I know he's experienced playing abroad which would have done him the world of good living away from his family that two years yeah. in Bologna Brentford have paid £18 million he started off really well the big clubs will be keeping a close eye on him and if he keeps this progression up no doubt in my mind and I, I, I don't think MD will disagree with me here he could go to the very very top let's check it with Stephen Reside we asked him to come on again tonight he was on last night big Scotland fan as well as Mull hi Stephen how you doing? That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Any nails left after? It was pretty nail-biting, wasn't it? That's quite funny. It's amazing. I just had two toenails removed today, but I still oh. get my fingers in the way. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> But no, um, sorry for the graphic detail. As I mentioned last night, yeah, it was going to be a, a, an important night for Ryan Portis because he's someone throughout his career that's had moments of access and what a performance he put in last night. And I also mentioned the fact that it was a chance for us to flex some muscles and show the strength and depth we have as a squad. And I thought the boys that came in were fantastic as well. So it's really encouraging to see. It just goes to show that even if they're not on the pitch, when the, when the squad's winning games, when the team's winning games, it goes, it goes through everybody. Mm-hmm. It does. And it shows you the job that Stevie Clark has managed to do. Because yeah. everyone wants a bit of the action. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think he's well... Um, to credit his backroom staff yeah. you know yeah. because you know as I've said before he's, he's had to make a couple of changes you know various roles uh, within the backroom uh, staff during these three years uh, as national team manager and as Barry will know yes the manager's a focal point and he gets the praise and rightly so because he also gets, gets a sack if he doesn't uh, perform um, so but your backroom staff you know make up a, a lot of it and, and it's about you know how you man manage your backroom staff as well you know identifying their strengths and weaknesses and using them to the best of their ability when, when, the, when the team meet up for that four or five days or nine or ten days whatever it may be but Paul we're, we're in a really good place um, 
really really proud of Steve Clark and the players last night let me throw a question to the three of you Stephen you first Joe from Hillhead has been on at Go Football Show here's a question is Stevie Clark the finest manager in Europe at the moment Stephen what do you think in, in Europe I, I don't know um, but what, what he has done is he, he's given Scotland an identity we've got a way of playing now and you can see what we're trying to do as a squad um, so he deserves massive credit for that and I just hope that, that we can keep him um, because I, I'd imagine that when jobs come up he'll be, a name that will be getting thrown about and what he has done with squad selection is he's kept a nucleus of players there so they've got to know each other and there's almost that club mentality when they go away and you can see that they're buying into what he's wanting them to do so it only bodes well for the future Mark? Um, sorry, Barry first. That's a great point, isn't it, about the manager? Can we yeah, hold on to him? I've yeah. always been a fan of Steve yeah. Clark. You, you just need to look at the, the clubs that he's, he's coached at. The job that he, when he came up to here, the job he done at Kilmarnock, um, it shows you in a, probably, a, what, in terms of budget, maybe sixth or seventh in the mm-hmm. in the Premier League, got them up to third place. Yeah. Um, third place? Really difficult to play against. He's come into Scotland where we were really struggling. Look, it was a slow burner for me when he first came in. It was a hard yeah. watch at times. Oh, I, I, but you know what? He's come in and he shut the back door, made sure we were defensively solid and then it's been a slow process. But you know what? You could see, apart from June, where you're thinking, mm, mm. is this maybe the, the, the limit we've, we've got to? But you know what? He's shown what a good manager he is with us last week. And not just the manager, and as Mark was saying, John Carver, Stephen yep. Naismith Chris Woods all guys like that but credit to the players as well they deserve a lot of credit because they come in for criticism sure. a lot of criticism in June Joe was asking from Hillhead is he the finest international manager in Europe at the moment can I ask you this would you take him or Gareth Southgate as the Scotland manager at the moment would you have well there's only one answer good yeah there's only one answer Mark is uh, he the finest no, he's not the finest, but he's 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 the best that we can get, mm-hmm. and that's what you've got here. That and that's always quite, that's a question I pose a lot on here as well. When when Rangers fans are saying, "Oh, you know, we should get rid of Giovanni," then okay, who are you going to get that's better? Mm-hmm. Realistically, who are you going to get that's better? So Steve Clark, he is the best Scottish manager that we can have in the job now, and let's let's appreciate him while we've got one. Let's hope he takes us to the Euros. And yeah, yep. and you can see it in the squad as well. There's a real togetherness. That's a word yeah. that I really use when I when I watch them play. When you watch them do interviews. When you watch them after the game, they're all together. Mm-hmm. And that's that's down to the, the manager starts that, and so does the coaching staff. And the players need to take it on board. Um, and that's what the, the, they've done. Listen, at times we're no great to watch, yeah. but you know what? We're hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And that was. Proven last night when we went to a difficult place, pitch wasn't great. It was a bit bobbly, missing some certain starters in my eyes. And that's one day, two days maximum you're going to have the mm-hmm. players. So credit to them and they deserve to to get um, that promotion. Stephen, Saturday afternoon, will you be at the match? Um, I'm not going to the match. I need to I need to stay in and, and let. Uh, my toenails are covered for these operations alright we so, hope we, ha- we hope you are ok yep um, but, but I want to throw a question out there if it's alright yeah of course me and my dad were talking about it in the car and I talked about it and Andy Gorham who, who passed away recently one of the, yep. the greatest Scottish goalkeepers ever mm, for sure. and my dad said that Craig Gordon might just be slightly better 
Wow. That Edgar had, had yeah. performances. What a performance he put in last night at 39 years of age. Mm-hmm. And we've been spoiled for goalkeepers over the years. I think Alan McGregor as well, but Craig Gordon, wow. Right. Amazing last night. So Bill's throwing that one in. Even better than Andy Gorham. Yeah, listen, I, I, I think it's a great debate. It's a great one to throw out there. But I always think with things such as that question that Stephen's posed or his dad's mentioned, it's never factual, Paul. Totally down to yeah. opinion. It's, you know, mm-hmm. he, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I would still think Andy Gorham. But I, I don't, can I disagree with that either? If that makes yeah. sense, you know, they're all, they're all brilliant and they've all made an excellent contribution. Uh, whether it be club football, you think of Andy Gorham, going back to Rangers nine in a row, um, era to, to, to Scotland, some of the performances he had, Jim Leighton as well during that time. So, um, yeah, Craig Gordon's been outstanding. They, they say you're only as good as your last game. Well, last night it was absolutely immense. Barry, you know, you knew Andy Gorham so well. You know yeah, Craig Gordon. I, I think Matt summed it up perfectly. Yeah. Listen, two in my top notch yeah. goalkeepers. Uh, and listen, Craig Gordon, for me, I think he's getting better. <laughs> the last couple yeah. of years, I mean, crazy as it may sound. He's yeah, so many saves that he, he he's pulling off. Um, he's just getting better with wage, and we all know with how long is he going to last. That is a worry because if you lose a top class goalkeeper, you know the the confidence that breeds throughout the team. See when you've got a top class goalkeeper at the back, a calm and influence. That's what Craig Gordon does. He, he never looks flustered. Oh. Watch him, never looks flustered. If they're under a bit of pressure, he's always calming things down but in terms of Andy Gorham Andy Gorham he was one of my heroes growing yeah. up I mean Mark mentioned it during that nine I know some of the saves that he pulled off but equally Craig Gordon some of the saves that he's pulling off mm-hmm. lately is top class as well I tell you another thing about Craig Gordon we were talking about earlier he's had to improve with his feet mm-hmm. big big improvement with him with the ball at his feet because you look at when, when Brendan Rodgers um, inherited him um, a Celtic manager didn't quite fight and there was nothing to do with it was more about the ball at his feet wanted Doris De Vries in he it flopped him, it backfired and eventually yeah. got his way but he's had to really work on having the ball at his feet so credit to him because he's had to do that at 33, 34 years of age mm-hmm. go and really change his game again and he's managed to do it really well and bear in mind he was out of the game for a good two yeah, two I, and a half years with a yeah. serious knee injury it was career threatening where it was touch and go yeah. whether Craig Gordon would be back playing so again that shows you what type of character he has. And Mark, you helped in all that when he came back. He How many times did he win the sports writers? He's won, he's won the football writers football. three times, yeah. um, but he's won it um, twice in the past six years, I think, once yeah. with Celtic and once with Hearts. So twice in the past six years. Some going. Amazing. How many times did you win it, Barry? Twice. Twice. Just the twice. Yeah, just the twice. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> you should was, get an award. Um, he's yeah. a record holder. I know. Mean, he's ever won yeah. it three yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of on it. Yourself. Yeah. Brian Loudrop could have won it twice Henry Larson but um, wow. uh, Craig Gordon's only the, the guy to listen to those names Stephen isn't it Henry yeah, Larson I was Brian unsure Loudrop. whether it was player of the year last year or not <laughs> listen <laughs> a brilliant season Craig Gordon but, um. listen the guys are all wishing you all the best Stephen take care yep, quick luck, recovery yeah, we'll, we'll see you soon Thank you, thanks so much Stephen Reside calling in there he was on last night we asked him to come back on and it was going to be um, a difficult 90 odd minutes but doesn't matter Scotland uh, have topped the table The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. Service your existing car with us right now <laughs> and it's worth £500 off your next car 
Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. Go Radio Football Show the day after Scotland are through the draw for the Nations League and we're in with the big boys. We'll be a week on Sunday. But Stevie Clark's saying we're getting better, we're competing and he doesn't think we're going to need um, a route to 2024 to the big tournament itself and Barry it'll be great to be back we hope to be there because we loved it getting to the Euros last year yeah it was far too long a wait um, after 22 23 years of you know, being at a, a major tournament and the group of players got us there I just thought it was maybe too early in the regime in terms of we weren't quite there in terms of the experience or whatever and I think if the players look back they could have Maybe done better. Listen, England England performance was was immense down at down at um, Wembley. But now what you're seeing is a group that's been together now a period of time and they're getting stronger and better. Maybe it's no brilliant to watch an eye at times, but listen, they know how to get results. They're going to have off days like any player or any team has. But listen, they they can bounce back and they've certainly bounced back in this past week with two brilliant wins and a, a brilliant point away from home against Ukraine yeah, it's not always pleasant but it's effective yep. that's the most important thing whatever the game plan is it's effective and, and I've checked I've been online there's definitely a Radisson Red in Munich so um, Scotland qualifies in 2024 there's Gotta a Rad be. Red in Munich we're alright we're sorted fantastic there's going to be travel chaos according to online uh, this weekend because the football's back in the Premiership so it's going to be difficult. There's going to be some action, Scott Rail, this weekend and the following weekend. We'll give you more as the programme goes on. This weekend, it kicks off at 12 to 30. Hearts against Rangers. And, uh, well, a couple of things. I see the Rangers captain, James Tavernier, he's issued a call to the Rangers teammates saying there's plenty of time to wrestle back the title from Celtic. Of course, there's only two points in it. And Celtic, there's an injury sweat over Cameron Carter-Vickers. We mentioned it yesterday. Reports also that Chikamakis is out. Turnbull, Starfelt, Haksabanovic and Maeda also doubt. And back to Rangers came our roof hinting, Barry, that a video I see on social media telling the kit man to get a strip ready. It's been a long time since we've seen him. What do you make of the captain saying that uh, you can wrestle back the title? Rangers could. Well, there's plenty of time, but they need to up the performances, and that needs to start at twelve thirty um, at Tynecastle on Saturday. The it was a surprise result last week in terms of Celtic. I never seen it coming. I probably think if you ask anybody, nobody would have seen St. Man taking three points off Celtic. Now there's only two points in it, and Rangers need to go to Tynecastle on Thursday and make sure they come away with three points and put a bit of pressure on Celtic now I fully expect Celtic to beat Mano but you never know you go one point ahead you're top of the league there's a wee bit of pressure for a, a period of time and you throw it back at Celtic and see if they can handle it or not because Rangers could have been going into the game eight points behind but there's only two going into the match mm-hmm. it's going to be good to be back to the Premiership and then we've got the Champions League as well Mark what do you think about this weekend first of all Cameron Carter-Vickers and more out for Celtic 
they haven't had many injury worries for quite some time. They didn't have as many games over the summer, didn't have mm -hmm. to qualify. So a few bumps in the road here. Yeah, I mean, you know, no doubt they'll be assessed over the next 48 hours. They'll, they'll, most of them will be given every chance to, to declare themselves fit for Saturday at three o'clock. But I suppose the one thing, Paul, where you can maybe say, well, um, a, a positive from losing at St Mern uh, when, he, when he made nine or ten changes as if there's other changes again to that team those guys will know I, I, can't, be part, I can't be part of another bad performance or another bad result so if a few of them are going to get a second bite of it because there's, there's injuries this time round rather than changing duty uh, fatigue and freshening up after the Champions League um, then you know the guys are I mean the greatest respect to Motherwell playing in front of 60,000 at Celtic Park on a Saturday afternoon regardless of the, the 10 outfield players that he picks because you've got 21, 22 really strong outfield players. They should be able to go and beat um, Motherwell on, on Saturday afternoon. Barry, Cameron, Carter, Vickers, how good's he been and how big a loss will he be if he's out? Yeah, he's been a, a top performer. I, I said that in terms of last season, the first six months, you're thinking oh, he's doing okay, but I thought the final period of the season, he was one of the Celtic's most consistent and best performers. Out of all the injuries, he's the one they'll miss the most. The ones that are, are down here, Carter Vickers, then you've got Yakimakis is out, Turnbull, Starfelt, Maeda, guys like that. Yep, good players, but the big one for me, he holds that defence um, together and he's, if he's missing, I think it'll be a big loss to Celtic. And for Rangers, Kmar Roof, it's been so long since we've seen yeah, him. Yeah, I like him. I, I don't know what Mark thinks. I, I've always liked him. The only issue you've got with Kmar Roof is you see him for three or four games, he just gets to a level good performances, scores a couple, injury again. And that's been his Rangers career since yeah. he's been here. Um, there's a good player there, no doubt about it. He's just maintaining that and keeping fit and being available week in, week out. Um, and hopefully the, the injury problems are, are behind him because he has got a lot of ability and he can bring something different to the Rangers forward line. Mark Rangers need that, don't they? They need, yeah, they need options. Yeah, yeah, you need quality players to go and choose from to keep other people on their toes. And um, you know, I think Kima Roof's the kind of player. Um, Paul, look, there's no doubt that Alfredo Morelos is the number one strike at the club. Cholak has proved to be, you know, a very, very able deputy at 1.8 million quid. But Roof's the kind of player that if he's fit and he's on it, you find you find somewhere to put him into the team. I'm not saying you drop Morelos, but you find a role for Roof. That's how good he is. It's just his attendance record, and that's unfortunate. You can't control that. He didn't have a great attendance record before he turned up at Rangers either. He was always, you know, bitsy and, and bitty, and that's that's really unfortunate for him. You think he's really missed out in the Europa League final because what you know, Morelos got the injury and Kimar Rook came in and did really well and a couple of European games then he was missing for the rest of the season. That's him just on the verge of coming back. But that's a big, big bonus for Giovanni Van Broncos because between now and November the twelfth, Rangers have eight league games, four Champions League games, and a League Cup quarter final, thirteen games in the next six or seven weeks so Kimar Roof's going to be a, a great addition and what about Barry saying a few moments ago yeah but Rangers need to play the, the way that they can when I mentioned to him about what James Tavernier is saying so rallying call to yeah. his players but what do you feel about Barry's comments yeah it's a, it's a captain's call you know he's just rallying the troops ahead of a massive game on Saturday because listen here's the bottom line if Rangers don't win on Saturday they blow the chance to go top mm. of the league if you can't go to Tynecastle and win and show that you've got the mentality and the ability to go and do that, the signs are that you're not going to win the league. Mm. So th this is a big one for Rangers. And on top of that, for the manager, because of the current climate, albeit they won the last game against Dundee United, the three defeats in a row are still fresh in the minds, and rightly so. They're going to Anfield 
midweek for a Champions League game which very unlikely they're going to get anything out of so therefore if they don't win on Saturday the pressure will be back on Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and there will be some Rangers fans that will call for him to be removed which I don't agree with but it sure. will happen and yet Barry you would relish the chance wouldn't you to play at Tynecastle on Saturday and Anfield on Tuesday yeah because uh, as I said uh, I wouldn't say a bit of luck but with the result with Celtic yeah. you're back in I mean I, I would never say at five points it's over but that before the St Martin game you could have said Celtic were in a good place mm. they were looking relentless they were blowing teams away um, so that was a, a, a kind of surprise result you're back to two points and listen the focus you don't even think about next week at Anfield the focus is at half 12 and making sure you come away for Tynecastle with three points whether that's playing bad good and different I don't really care mm. it's about getting the three points and then putting a wee bit of the pressure on to Celtic to see how they, they can handle it um, and look that's what captain should yep. be doing mm-hmm. rallying cry get the players up maybe well, the players should be up for it anyway shouldn't they need mm-hmm. to do rallying cries but getting the fans fired up for what's a massive game um, on Saturday afternoon what did you make of your old teammate Alan Hutton's quote yesterday about Alfredo Morelos saying his head had been turned over recent transfer talks do you think that's fair? Um, well listen there has always been interest in, in Morelos there is obviously a contract offer on the table I don't know how far there's been no word of that yeah. since obviously what's happened we have been out of the team and, and been told to, to get fit clearly now his attitude's changed for me he's the number one centre forward at Rangers Rangers need him um, and hopefully he's ready to go in Saturday in terms of his head's been turned it's easy for players and agents yeah. and whatever to get involved um, but he knows what, how much he's wanted at Rangers he, he's loved by the fans yeah. he, he clear after what's happened you see the reception he's got when he's come on I thought Napoli game he looked a bit rusty but you know what he brings so much more to the Rangers team I just think Rangers are a better team with a minute and now he's had a couple of weeks preparation I'm expecting him to come back firing on all cylinders come Saturday at Tynecastle Mark, he needs to be for the team and also for himself. For himself, like, yeah, exactly. Himself, listen, if he's if he's wanting to go away and yeah. I, I've got no gripe with that. If you want to go away and test yourself at the highest level, the biggest leagues, but you need to perform. He certainly got the capabilities, I think. Um, so need to start seeing it now, and and hopefully, he's, as Gio's mentioned, his attitude has changed. His fitness levels are getting better. And now he needs to go and do what he does best and that's cause defenders problems and scores goals for Rangers. Because Mark, we're only three months and three days away from the transfer window opening and yeah. he's a free agent then. Yeah, I mean, he will sign a pre- if he wants, he can sign a pre-contract. Uh, yeah. um, but in the immediate term, Paul, in terms of Saturday afternoon, I'll be interested to see how he looks, how his shape is on Saturday at lunchtime because we've not seen him for 10 or 11 days. And you'd like to think that he's been here, he's not been allowed to go home, that he's been here and he's actually been working hard and he's actually, you know what, we've got, we've got a massive schedule in the next seven weeks, I want to play my part. Uh, if he's true to himself, I've said, I'll have let the club and my teammates and my manager down with, with my attitude and my off-field um, stuff in the past few weeks that led to him being left out of the PSV away trip, etc, etc. So, I have to be honest, but he owes Rangers one. Mm-hmm. He owes one. What happens in the future is going to happen. But right now, they need a massive seven weeks for Rangers and uh, they need Morelos focused and ready to go and do a job because he does, he absolutely owes the club one. 
been in holiday of course we saw him on social media in Spain so we hope he's been out running Barry early well, on and staying he fit his, his runners with him yeah. um, and his shorts and, and t-shirt Look, I, I'm sure that they would have got three or four days break to get away that, yeah. that's naturally what happens when you're not involved in international duty and there's a, there's a break for a couple of weeks but also they get a plan if they go away for three or four days there'll be a plan put in place by the fitness coach and the sports scientist um, and I, I fully expect him to come back firing and ready to go because he needs to do it for Rangers but also if he wants to go and he wants to move on he needs to go and, pre and impress clubs and managers to get that move we're going to talk Jota after the news he's been speaking about you know why he signed on permanently at Celtic and I think the Champions League is a hint and also the style of play which he's a big part of and which he loves but this weekend Hearts Rangers 12.30 then Aberdeen Kilmarnock Celtic Motherwell Dundee United St Johnson Ross County against Hibs and St Mirren against Livingston plus all the divisions it's back and it's non-stop how many games 13 games then for uh, Rangers, and, Rangers for and for Celtic yeah, yeah the, the exact same between now and November the 12th stroke 13th they've both wow. got 13 games to play the quarter final League Cup yeah, yeah quarter league finals cup. as well okay. four Champions League games and eight league games that's Mark Guidi Paul Cooney and Barry Ferguson up after the news The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go with the top team tonight, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, 0808 17 17 700 Scotland and Glasgow in the West talking about Scotland. What a performance last night. Backs to the wall some of the time, but Barry, you mentioned that with that effort and what, 23 minutes in, that he missed and you thought, this is going to be our night. Yeah, I just felt that. Um, that was the first real chance that Ukraine um, created and I thought, um, when the ball went in, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, that that's a goal. When it flies over the bar, then I'm thinking, listen, that's the wee slice of luck you need at times. And listen, we did ride their luck a couple of times that I thought they, they could have scored. Um, but you've got to earn that. And I just thought with the display, it was just a a gritty mm. display. Defensively, we were. Um, the, the high line, that's... They'd caught them offside, I don't know how many times. Yeah. I would like mm -hmm. to look at the, the stats, maybe 10. Uh, maybe I'm saying 10, 12 times. you're far away from it, yeah. Um, but I just thought overall we, we deserved it. Then mm. towards the end, they, they are piling the pressure on, but then I'm seeing guys throwing their bodies mm. at it, and it just shows you what it means what it means to them to play with their country. And um, as I said, it's been a brilliant week, Paul. Um, three tough games. Sure. Three tough, tough games. And as I said at the start of the show, three totally different displays. Um, but it's got us there, and it's thoroughly deserved over the, 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 the last week. Mark, that moment with Yarmolenko you thought oof this might be it yeah. and that would have been a fairly early goal uh -huh. but it wasn't to be so that was good news for us um, it was a bad miss should have scored mm -hmm. yeah, should have scored it was best good. chance of the night I'd probably say so you know, and that just sets the tone all of a sudden you know, we've got to come out um, a wee bit more but um, you know, to, for him not to hit the target seven yards mm -hmm. out I, I was surprised but I have had to ride a lot Paul, and, yep. and good honours you know, we clearly haven't had a lot of luck otherwise we'd have, have qualified for a lot of two it's no doubt the ability you've got to have luck as well so I think we've had that wee bit of luck and um, it's got us to where, to where we are top of the section and I see yesterday they were saying Newcastle United there could be a £50 million um, transfer of him in January uh, of Mudrich aye certainly um, <laughs> not soon enough yeah, yeah uh, for, for Shakhtar he's been superb you know we watched him um, in here uh, against Celtic a week or two ago and uh, he's, he's got brilliant pace and even you look at the ball that he's putting in 
for Yamalik and what I like him as well he's got a brilliant work rate mm -hmm. he's strong he, I mean, he pretty much has got everything um, in his locker so if it's 50 million quid it's a hell of a lot of money but by by uh, English terms down the road then you know I think that's a good deal Yeah he was their danger man the only time that he got in behind um, Hickey was that chance he created for Yamalenko um, in between um, Hickey and, and Henry but after that he never got a kick of the ball no. he get obviously substituted um, but he's he looks a real player and I can see why Premier League clubs are going to be, be looking at him and £50 million pound, let's be honest down in the Premier League it's nothing these days mm -hmm. we're going to talk Jota shortly and look at all the games for this weekend but can I go through the one to 11 and then the subs with both of you quickly we'll just look to see what you think Craig Gordon I'm just looking at the paper here I won't say what they gave him what would you give him Mark out of 10 for Craig Gordon last well, night I'd need to give him a 9 9 mm -hmm. Barry yeah I agree 9 yep see so he got 8 in the paper here Aaron Hickey now he got a 7 um, Mark will come to you first I mean uh, can I just but, sorry yeah, for on, no, absolutely. I, am I watching a different game <laughs> clearly I must be watching a different game I agree I, I would give him a nine would be a nine plus because I would make him man of the match. Not, not I want to disagree with Lord Hockey, but yeah. I would, uh, I would have made Aaron, Aaron Hickey my man of the match. Give him a nine plus. A nine point. Is it? Do you think this is strictly come down? To <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Len. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, oh, it's a Len from you, isn't it? <laughs> nine. Uh, Higher? No. No, okay. no, I'm going to go for a nine because <laughs> nice. they've got a ten if, if it was a, If it was a ten, you'd have done a wee Bruno and jumped off the seat. <laughs> Jack Henry. You actually. You put him in the Thank you, Darcy Bustle, for that. <laughs> Ryan Porteous, Barry Ferguson. Nine. Nine. Brilliant. Eight. Eight. You wouldn't have had you didn't expect him to be no, nobody expected him to no, be. No, listen, hands what, up. What he, he was superb. Yeah, sure. Listen, I've got to give him it yeah. uh, give credit yeah. to him. He was for a for a young man making his debut. Yeah. Like I say, he was raw, and I'll stand by that. He's he, he got potential, but he's raw. But he stood up to it last night. Credit to him, absolutely. And his um value will go up, it'll rocket after last night, won't it? Yeah, Other clubs will be looking. He needs to keep his feet in the ground mm -hmm, mm -hmm. continue that sort of performance if he continues that at Hibs I think what is there 9 games 10 games to go until November he carries that on um, then there, there could be a lot of interest in him um, brilliant performance for your first cap he looked really assured last night and that comes down to, I thought probably Jack Henry would have been a big help he's the one that had the most experienced in that back um, that back four in terms of international cap so yeah fair play to him I thought he was outstanding and sometimes he's got too much to say with the referees yeah I would just like yeah. him to concentrate on his football because mm -hmm. yeah. um, he has got all he's got all the tools he's mm -hmm. big he's strong he's physical he can pass the ball he's aggressive sometimes he's over aggressive yeah. we've, we've seen a few of his tackles in the past but I'd like to just see him go away and, and continue that kind of development um, at Hibs and if he continues that sort of development and brings a sort of performance to Hibs first team yeah. well there'll be people looking to, to try and sign him Mark in the old days you'd have said leave the refereeing to the man in black and, and mm. Willie Miller remember <laughs> <laughs> Willie right. Miller I always had something to say so Greg Taylor Greg Taylor a, a real steady 7 for Greg yep. yeah I'll go a 7 yeah. Ryan Jack yeah I, I thought 7 yes 7 7 Callum McGregor 8 8 7 
Seven. Yeah. Okay. Got eight Solid. in the paper. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He wasn't as dominant as normal Callum mm. McGregor, but you need them in there. Just one shot of his Hall of Fame as well, and Callum McGregor. How he deserves that, Barry. Yeah. Listen. Um, how can I say it? Since he's took over the captaincy, Scott Brown um, left. He's went up a level. He, he is so important to to sell. He makes Celtic tick. That's the best way for me to, to describe it. And he's. Um, He's bringing it to the international scene now as well, which is a different kettle of fish. But no, he's, he's a top player, Callum McGregor, let's be honest. And, and you look at that, Paul, you just think, during the Euros 15, 16 months ago, he didn't start every game. He wasn't a regular starter. He dipped, and I, th- I think that's probably uh, the season gone where Celtic didn't win the league their, their last season. Um, that's probably his worst season in the Celtic jersey. But he bounced back from that to take on the responsibility of the captain, helped rebuild the club, helped restore confidence to dress him, helped integrate all the new signings, carried out the message and the instructions on and off the park for the manager, and is now arguably probably Steve Clark's first pick in the team sheet. He makes the game look simple. Mm-hmm. He does. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, oh, it's only 10 yard or 20 mm-hmm. yard passing mm-hmm. and all that. But listen, he's clever. He holds um, that Celtic team together at times. Yep, he played those three games in six days, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, Never complaints. Utterly Never reliable, complains. he's described here, and dependable. Uh, Kenny McLean, so he came in, surprised a lot of people by being in there. Yeah, steady yeah. seven for Kenny. Seven, yep. Yeah, seven, I'll go with that. Uh, Ryan Fraser. Yeah, seven. Yep. He he had something, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Delivery of the ball is... Yeah, he's a wee pocket rocket, isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pocket, a wee okay. buzz bomb. Um, and listen, he's... Obviously, what happened when and left out the sure. well I think he, he left the squad and then he was found to be training at, at Newcastle Steve Clark done the right thing left him out but listen since he's come in he's shown a, a brilliant attitude and that's all you can ask and and listen I'm sure it would have been a difficult one coming back into the squad because a few yeah. of the players would be like ah, listen mm. what's going on here but listen he's shown a, a terrific attitude he's, and he's had an impact in the three games that's a great point because the players are pretty tight, aren't they? You said that, that you can tell they're a unit. What about, well, you're a former Scotland captain. What about the current captain, John McGinn? Yeah, seven. I've seen yeah. John McGinn better, if I'm being honest with you. But um, as I said, I, I just I thought last Wednesday, the Ukraine game, when, when you needed that, somebody to step up, he stepped up with the with the goal, with the backside, um, <laughs> into the, the defender. Yeah. So, yeah, seven. Yeah, real steady. Seven, seven point five. Seven. Stephen, <laughs> got, Stephen got eight point five last night. He was brilliant in that uh, in here. Uh, Shea Adams, seven. Uh, he worked hard, didn't he? Yeah, he, 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 he led the line. Yep. He, give, he, he gives. Let's whatever they say about him. He does give every last drop, and 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 when he's on it, he's been great. For, I mean, what a find. Mm. I tell you, that's another thing about Steve Clark. He persevered with, with Shea Adams. He persevered with, with Lyndon Dykes, and I'll say that had we not had those two, we, we, we wouldn't be topping the group. Oh. We wouldn't have made the Euros. You know, those two have been, you know, an integral part of what, what's happened. Yeah, seven. Um, I'm just desperate for him to score that chance. He, he had just that wee bit of luck. Um, but the, he's, he's worked right off the ball. Um, goes unnoticed at times, I've got to be honest with you. Um, good player, Shea Adams. Um, just probably not an out-and-out goal scorer that's going to score you a, a goal probably every second international. But listen, the job he does for Scotland up top... Um, it's a hard one at times, that lone striker. I thought Kenny Miller was, when, when I played, Kenny Miller was brilliant at that. Yeah. And it's a, a tough shift, I mean, the amount of work you need to put in. So, no, Shea Adams, um, he's been excellent. 
if anyone was to get a goal last night, I think we would all the nation would have loved Shea Adams to get a goal. Yeah, I was for desperate. What he did. Yeah, yeah, I'm desperate. Yeah. So yeah. Don't that way you just come uh, on, score. Yeah. Desperate to score because he does so much work outside the box mm. for his team. He's the first one that goes and closes down a centre back. He starts the the closing down. So nobody got a ten from Ken. What about Tony Adams? <laughs> what were you giving him? <laughs> oh, and what about Kay Adams? <laughs> Kay was all right, wasn't she? I haven't uh, watched it. No, no. To, no Tony wasn't up too much at all. He'll be one of the first followers. Yeah. You reckon? Oh, yeah. absolutely, no, yeah. no doubt. But Kay Adams yeah. was, was, yeah, Kay uh, Adams was Kay. good. Yep. Absolutely, she was good. Yep, worked yep. with her uh, up the road, and yep. a brilliant, brilliant presenter and person. Yeah. And Barry, what about the manager then? Can we give the manager something out of ten? What would you say for this campaign? Yeah, I'll give him a nine. I would yeah. have given him a ten if we won. Yep. Yeah. Nine. You know, because look at again the decisions he made. We were debating on Monday night the team. Did any see Kenny McLean coming oh, in? No. 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 Um, we thought Ryan Fraser would be there or thereabouts. Maybe Stuart Armstrong would get the nod. So he's not played Stuart Armstrong. He's not played Ryan Christie. So he's made and he's had to you know come up with a makeshift with the greatest respect to the boys a makeshift back four. Uh, for, for obvious reasons no so the manager as Barry said he wouldn't even have had one proper what you could describe as a proper training session that a lot of it would just have been uh, work with the powerpoints actually going through the, the Ukraine team yeah. so credit Stephen his staff and on the bench we had Stephen Kingsley I'm not going to ask for it's always tough with yeah. subs isn't it Ryan Christie mentioned to him for the the goal and the penalty the other yeah, night but in yeah. terms of Kingsley yeah. um, I like him I do. And what do you I, like about he him? He had a, a cap 2016. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't even know that. No, no, um, no. They were saying when I was watching it last night, but um, he's good. He accomplished left mm. peg. Left peggers just look different. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's good. So we're playing, yeah. playing six aside, Lee McCulloch was playing today and I asked him about him and uh, you know, obviously delighted for him, a Hearts boy mm-hmm. coming on. But he said he's a brilliant boy. A great yeah, boy, good. well to learn, great to have about the place and, and always looking to, to, to improve himself. Stuart Armstrong came on, wasn't on for long enough, got caught napping at one point, but he's done a he's had a great campaign, hasn't he, Mark, when you look at what he did against Ukraine last week? Stuart Armstrong, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you look at what he does for Southampton as well, you know, uh, Ralph uh, Husenhattel, you know, um, you know, likes him, yeah. he's got him in his team just about every game. So yes, and again, Stuart Armstrong's another boy that even if he was turning up and he wasn't he starting, he's maybe getting 15, 20 minutes off the way. Doesn't he complain? Ultimate professional. And Lyndon Dykes, uh, last night, you know, was on later on, but what he did earlier on, those two goals last week. Yeah, that's all you can ask. Look, I'm yeah. sure he would have been disappointed he wasn't in the starting 11 poll, yeah. but he, he made a real am- impact with the uh, the double that he got against um, Ukraine. And uh, as I said, I, I like him. I like the two of them when they play up top, but listen, Steve Clark's went with we, we one. Um, and how can you argue with that? Mm-hmm. With the results over the last over the last week he's got us promoted we're in a guaranteed playoff things are are, are looking up for the, the, the national team as when you think back in June it was a bit doom and gloom with that Oof. performance as Mark mm. mentioned earlier in Dublin I watched that and that was one oh. that was a concern and you hear Stevie Clark talking about that they had to yeah. reinvent themselves basically mm. so this was a big week for them and, and you know what they've passed it with flying colours and Tony Rawson came on right at the end. He ran on really well. Looked good. <laughs> no, but he came on in, in yeah. injury time. But again, for him, no, I just cap, looked, you saw a cutaway from. of him yeah. on the telly and you thought last season was so big for him. But he's still there. He's on. And uh, he got his chance with Celtic the other week. I guess with so many games for Celtic and Rangers this season and internationals, uh, it's a great time to be in the squad. Yeah, as you know, and you know, you look what Tony Rawson was two years ago. Hmm? Never think of any of said he's going to play for Scotland. Yep. No, he'd have played 25 first team games for Celtic, whatever it was last season. No, we, we wouldn't. So credit to the, to, to the lad for, for sticking in. 
And uh, what about the Premier Sports coverage then? Just to wrap this point up, it was a bit different, wasn't it? That they were giving us the, uh, the yeah, coverage I, of I, Ireland I as well. Waiting, yeah. I was waiting to see uh, yeah. an interview because mm. um, obviously it was a, a good result. We yeah. got that point that we needed to get promotion. Um, so, yep, I, I turned it off after That's poor. 15, yeah. 20 minutes. If you're investing in getting live games and you know the money that it costs and you've got Scotland on the verge of topping the group, so, so it wasn't a nothing game. It was a massive mm. game. And to then do that and then to not have a reporter on the ground at the game he ask questions to, to the manager because you know they drilled they win the contract yeah. get as a player and a manager bang on full time because of the tight uh, mm -hmm. schedule post-match not to have that it just it, it's poor it's really really poor so they would get the, they, they would get the lowest mark at the lot for, for last but it's a pity. Yeah, but it's great yeah. to hear Faddy and Kenny's sure. opinion yeah. of, the, of the game but yeah. I, I want to hear Steve yeah. Clark as well you know Absolutely. what I mean because obviously yeah. Faddy and, and Kenny's played a right few times for Scotland and they know the game inside out but you want to, you want to whether it's have John McGinn or Callum McGregor sure. whoever look at, look, look at it and I know it's not on the same scale because we qualify for a tournament but you know, think back to the, the the Denmark game you think back to Serbia look at the post-match reaction we got think about Andy Considine's interview yeah. when he played for Scotland we, we could have got some really golden moments last night for the mm -hmm. manager and various players because it was a great achievement going there and I've got, got nothing and I'm surely hopefully because I've got the, the contract for a while that Premier Sports reconsider their, their strategy on that because they should have somebody on the ground with the Hope team so afterwards the manager Steve Clark said there's more to come from this team he said I said to my players before the game let's make the next step we could show everyone we're improving and we knew how to get there I said let's make sure there's a lot of I said's here we take the next step because we'll feel good about ourselves we're now in pot two and have reached League A and the Nations League we don't want to stop we want to keep getting better the playoff is also secured but I don't think with this group of players we're going to need it great quote that isn't it that's a great, great one we're not great that attitude yeah, yeah. great like attitude that. to have yeah. you know what I mean that's what you yeah. want to hear from a manager really positive and energetic um, and that, that's what you want and he had a wee joke with the SFA, which we don't often hear with Steve Clark, he said the next Nations League will start in 2024. And he joked, as he reminded the SFA, that his deal is up before then, which you mentioned, Barry, earlier. Asked about the fans being excited at the possible opponents, he laughed, so will the next head coach. My contract will be up before <laughs> then. I'm just mentioning that. Mark, journalist. That's a line, isn't it? Yeah, that's a message to SFA. Sort me out or I'm off. Don't hang about. Don't be reactive, be proactive and sort the manager out. Get it done ASAP. Sit down, sure, sort his deal out. Yeah, surely they've got to get it done for the job that he's done exactly. in that three and a half year. There's it, certainly been a clear improvement yeah. and he's gave some young players the opportunity to play on the international stage. Yeah. I think the more experienced ones have got better and better as well. So, yeah, you've, you've got to keep a hold of Steve More on that coming next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go. Looking forward to this weekend Hearts against Rangers, Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, Celtic Motherwell, Dundee United, St Johnson, Ross County, Hibs, St Mirren against Livingston We're going to talk Jota in a moment or two But before that, just before the break, we were speaking about Steve Clark And Mark, he was uh, joking but saying about uh, the next big tournament, mm -hmm. his contract's up before that. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's a joke, but it's, it's a subtle, well, it's not so subtle, it's a message out there, get them sorted out, you know, so the ball is very much in the, the SFA hierarchy's court and, and get them sorted. Don't wait, don't wait till somebody comes in and takes him away because if, if his contract's 
winding down maybe the compensation winds down as well and you know with the amount of jobs that come and go down the road and even up here um, now then you know there's no doubt that, that he may he may well, may well be yeah. on the radar not just for what he's done in, in the past two or three years as a Scott manager but he, as Barry said you know look at his CV over a period of 15 years command at West Brom Reading assistant at, at Chelsea at Newcastle at Liverpool so he knows his stuff um, inside out and as I said earlier when we were talking about him if we've not got Steve, Steve Clark, genuinely, who are we going to get that's better than him? Mm. I can't think. Genuinely, somebody that we could could we, that we could get enticing the job. I can't think of anybody better than Steve Clark. So the SFA need to make sure this doesn't come back to haunt them and sort the manager out. Barry, because you know you played. There. Look at the number of jobs that come up in England. In the last week, Watford, for example, I know Slavin Bilic has got it. Bournemouth job's been up. There have been, yeah, there are so many teams that we might not think about but they're actually they've got huge budgets compared to what we have up here could that be a worry for Scotland? Yeah but it's a no-brainer for me he's got to get signed up a, a new contract there's been a clear improvement Paul he's got us to the Euros um, I think there's every chance we're going to get to the next Euros as, as well disappointing about the World Cup we're not there yeah. um, but I, I just look at the, the squad that he's assembled the players that were there before the players that he's introduced the the feel good factor round about the place you see it when they turn up at camps when they're doing interviews you see them when they're training it looks like a real happy place he's, he's brought a real togetherness so for me it's an absolute no brainer to get him tied up my a longer term deal because if they don't some somebody will come and take him and these players love playing for, for yeah, him yeah you can tell they? you yeah. can tell Paul. there's a bond yeah and guys that I know that have been coached under him love his coaching he's very good man manager he knows the game inside out Mark's just mentioned the clubs and the managers that he's worked under as an assistant manager the jobs that he's had as a manager um, so for me yeah, you've got to get Steve Clark tied up and tied up quickly Mark I'm just saying there Dunhill's on this weekend of course yeah, I know you love your golf Andrews. as well yeah, I was yeah. up the other day it was the excitement mounting it's a, it's a terrific tournament Barry have you played at the Dunhill because there's pro-am as well isn't there no, celebrities no, no you haven't no. no it'd be great though wouldn't it yeah I mean Brilliant place to go up and play golf up there. Um, and I'll be tuned in this weekend watching it. You'll be watching it? Yep. Yeah. Mark, you love your golf as yeah, well. I like, yeah, I like watching the golf. It's, it's great. I just, I, I know it's topical and it's newsworthy, but you kind of want the live stuff to stop. And I see mm -hmm. a couple of players are now pulled out from the the, 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 the group legal action, um, which is good. Look, they're entitled to go and do their live. If that's what they want to do, you know, go and do it. That's their decision. Uh, but in terms of the, you know, in the public domain now, I'm just a wee bit fed up with it. You know, mm -hmm. let's just move on and try and find a bit of common ground where it can it can work better uh, uh, for, for, for most people mm -hmm. without diluting the, the product and I hope Paul because um, I think it's next next September this time next year in Italy mm -hmm. um, will be the Ryder Cup in Rome uh, let's hope that's not diluted in any shape or form because that's box office absolutely we would hate that to happen yeah. let's hope it is sorted out um, right what about Jota we've been teasing it for about 20 minutes so he's been speaking about why he came to Celtic and he said he likes the style of play and also the Champions League yeah he's, he's been a top player uh, for Celtic at six and a half seven million pounds transfer fee to get him permanently Paul it's a bargain all day long when uh, he eventually goes Celtic sell him you know they'll make a huge uh, profit on him he's helped light up Celtic in the, in the first seven eight weeks of the season so yeah he's a, a terrific young player and a, and a lot more to come from how good is he going to be but what do you think of him at the moment, Barry? I know you think a yeah, lot of him. Yeah, match winner. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a match winner. Um, no doubt about it. Um, his numbers speak for themselves. 
his goals, his assists, um, and as I said, he's one of the ones where it's a t- if it's a tight game, you can always rely on him coming up with a bit of magic in the in the final third. And again, he's similar to quite a few players that um, Postacoglu has brought in. Never knew too much about him, but he's come over here and. But wide players, what you normally find with wide players is one week they're good, next couple of games they're off a wee bit. But his level of consistency over the period of time he's been at Celtic's been really high. Um, and to get him for a player of that calibre for six and a half million quid, again, he's going to be one if he continues his development under Postacoglu at Celtic. He keeps putting these sort of performances in that he's, he's done over the piece then Celtic will find it, find it hard to um, keep a hold of him. Where do you think he would fit in in a few years' time? Is it England, Spain? But Yeah, I think he could play um, down in England or Spain or mm. Germany, one of the, whatever. the bigger yeah. leagues. Yeah, there's no doubt about it because um, he's a natural wide player. He excites fans mm. and that's what fans pay money for to be excited and he certainly brought a, a lot of excitement to um, the Celtic fans this season. And I see, yeah, no, just what he's got with the, the, the natural talent as well, Paul, that will attract him to, to, to bigger clubs and better leagues in time, as he's got the work rate to go with the ability. He's not one of these guys that stands in the halfway line. Mm. He'll put a shift in to help the fullback. That's what the Celtic team, what Postacoglu demands, and he buys into that. So that's another thing we, we, we were talking um, um, about the, the Shakhtar. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Mudric. Uh, yep. the work rate he puts in. Yep. I remember being. Liverpool Benfica Anfield last season, um, when the the boy that they've, they've, they've signed for eighty million from Benfica, yep. uh, the boy gets sent off for headbutting Liverpool uh, signed yeah, of course. Oh, his name escapes yep. me. Yeah. Anyway, me too. At this moment, uh, I'll give you it in a second. But uh, yeah, the work rate that he had yeah. that night, boys, get the ability <laughs> to see the work rate. You know, yeah. working back, helping in um, the the, the left hand side. Um, so anyway, the, for these guys, yes, the talent obviously to go and make things happen in the final third. But the work rate is so important as well. If you don't have the work rate to go with the ability, the top clubs won't look at you. Leila Bada, he's been mentioned as £15 million player, football insider by next season. I think that would be the case. It's Nunes, of course. Nunes, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I, as well. me, yeah. What about Leila Bada? How good is he going to be? Yeah, well, again, he's another one with potential. He comes over here at 19. Again, he's another player that I think most Scottish fans didn't know anything about. And, you know, it's like you go away for your, your home country sometimes it's difficult to settle I think it helped him with, with Beaton mm-hmm. being there his fellow countryman took him under his, his wing but again I, I just look at his numbers mm-hmm. his goals his assists that's what you want for wide players you, you don't want to just rely on your number 9 scoring the goals or your attacking midfielder your number 10 you want to see um, it coming from all forward areas and that's what Celtic have got with both um, Jota and um, Abada and again Abada's only 20 20 years of age still um, still a, a lot of potential in there to be fulfilled and and listen again he's another one that Celtic may struggle if he continues to progress clubs down south will be looking at him and we hardly ever mentioned James Forrest just now player of the year just what three or four years ago mm-hmm. big part of Celtic team and he's still only what 31 or 31 yeah yeah um, yeah, but if, if needed, James Forrest will come and do a job. Can you see him, you know, really on a consistent level replacing Abada or Maida or Jota or Haxabanovic who can operate in that kind of area as well? 
no, you can't because you're not getting a chance to see him. And why are we not getting a chance to see him? Because clearly other guys are doing more than having the managers. But that's taking nothing away from James Forrest. If anything had happened to those guys, Forrest would step in and, and, and not let you down. And don't forget, one of the most decorated players in Celtic's history. Indeed. Barry, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm just Is trying to entice yeah. bids for Jota and Abad. <laughs> <laughs> Any bids for Ryan Kent do you think are going to come in? Well, I mean, well, do you know what? Yeah. Look, Ryan Kent, yeah. for me, has got all the attributes. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to see the sort of numbers that Jota and Abada mm-hmm. produce for Celtic. I, I think Ryan Kent, Kent's capable of doing that. And I need to see it from him. Because there's no doubt, I, I think I think he's um, he's got everything, Ryan Kent. I just need to see it. I need to see more goals. I need to see more assists. And um, I've had a few of my mates, me, and I've been talking about it. I've just been greedy. That I want more from him because I think there's a lot more in, exactly. in Ryan Kent. Yeah. I think that's the frustrating part is the ability is there. And sometimes 100%. I just want to see a wee bit more oomph mm-hmm. from him. You know, <clears throat> like what we're saying on that rallying call for James Tavernier. I want to see Kent, you know, but I want to see him really showing a, a real appetite. And sometimes I, I, I don't see that enough from because all the abilities there but it just doesn't happen often enough and with the greatest respect domestically Saturday to Saturday even them going to a place like Tynecastle on Saturday mm. afternoon Ryan Kent should be absolutely ripping it up right, ripping it up, it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. you've been saying this for months though haven't you that's the problem yeah I've been greedy with him a bit yeah. and a lot of maintain I'll, I'll always be greedy as long as he's, he's at Rangers because I want to see more from him because he's a, a player that I really like and I think he's got everything in the locker um, but I need to see more I need to see more goals I need to see more assists I need them I need them to go and be a match winner most weeks for Rangers because I think it's in there Jack on the socials is asking Barry what do you make of Yilmaz I know you've not seen much of him yet but what do you think you've had a couple of weeks of the international yeah, break I've only seen I watched the Queen of the South game he, mm-hmm. he played and I'm not being disrespectful to Queen of the South but it's hard to judge yeah. he's come in for a lot of money five and a half million I get you need a bit of time to settle but if you're getting bought for that price you need to be pushing mm-hmm. Barisic I think it's Barisic's position just now I don't see Yilmaz nudging him nudging him out um, but it's still early doors we're only we're coming up at the end of September he's only been here a couple of months but I, I want to see more um, but whether he's going to get the game time because at this moment in time Gio clearly thinks Barisic is his number one left back but how much did they pay for him? Five and a half million so you would or have five million round about shit. that kind of number, but for me, mm. that's a, a hefty transfer fee in Scottish football terms. Yeah, and do you think the manager wanted him, or do you think it's someone else, the director of football, well, or whatever? That, that's that's some of the questions that have been thrown about just now um, over at Rangers in terms of the, the dynamics. You look at the, the teams that Giovanni's picking. I mean, for example, um, against Napoli at home, um, not one player started that signed in the summer. And that's not to say they're no good players, but not one player, six or seven good signings, two or three of them for a lot of money, and not one of them started. So, look, at the end of the day, in some points, that's that's irrelevant because it's all about who you think's best to go and do a job. But there's certainly a bit of debate going on about the quality of the signings, who's making them, and how much involvement has the manager got in them. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and when you're going through a difficult period, that's always going to get mentioned the recruitment side of things whether you're at, that's just par for the course when you're at Rangers and Celtic if you go and make a, a lot of signings that Rangers done and you spent a bit of money which Rangers done 5 million all on Neil Mass Ben Davies what in between 3 and 4 million mm. Sholak 1.8 million um, you need to see 
what's going to happen with these players. You need to see them produce it on, on the pitch. But I go back to the Napoli game, Mark's just mentioned it there. I don't like using the word old guard, but people who have been there before, he's went where I think tried and trusted that he knows that is going to put a performance. Now, it's up to the players sitting on the sideline to say, right, that's what I need to go and produce. But fair play to Sholak, he did play at the weekend against Dundee United and um, he's been one plus point. Yeah, absolutely. That's one thing about, one thing you get about Big Sholak is he'll go and graft. Also, he knows where the back of the net is, um, but certain signings that you want to see more of Ben Davies uh, looks like Liam King's in, in front of him at this yeah. moment in time James yeah. Sands in, mm. is in front of him Matondo no seen him where's Matondo no. what's he contributing Lawrence I've seen a bit for Lawrence yeah. he's quality watched. isn't he yeah. 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 the injury any word yet but I don't know but in terms yeah. of Lawrence you could see the qualities that yeah. he did bring I mean I've seen he, he was um, a shining light in a struggling Derby team in mm. terms of they were obviously deducted all the points but he was captain at Derby he brings a, a real bit of um, quality but the other big signings, the two ones that stand out for me are Ben Davies and Yilmaz and there's going to be question marks on them until they, they actually break into the team and start performing. Jimmy's on the socials at Go Football Show saying, Mark, Barry, what's your Rangers team then for Saturday at Tynecastle, 12.30? The same the old guard. Napoli. Right. And that's the old guard back in? Yes, Morelos back in, Scott Arfield, um, Stevie Davis, Lundstrom, do you want me to embarrass yeah, yeah, give team? us your whole team. Right. Yeah, I know you've always got the whole team. Yeah. Alan McGregor, Tavernier, um, Golson. I would actually go with Leon King because I've been really right. impressed yeah. with Leon King. Mm-hmm. I know James Sands, stopgap, done well, know his natural position, but I'll go Leon King, okay. Barisic. So Barisic is back in, nailed down just now, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Good. Okay. Yes, and then I'll go Lindstrom, Jack, Stephen Davis, Scott Arfield, Morelos, Ryan Kent. Would you disagree? Mark? Well, and, and, yeah. and you know the other things. Well, Sands isn't available Tuesday night, is he? If the game against Liverpool because of his red card, so Correct. you know he, yeah. he might want to just work in a on a on a, yeah. on a partnership and give whether it's Leon King or whoever, give him you know a run out rather than just throwing him right in from the start of the week. So yeah, I I, I couldn't really argue with that team. But I'd be surprised if it's far off that starting eleven. Mark will now give us the Hearts team because you were with Lee McCulloch today and I am joking <laughs> I'm sure he didn't I say I think he got might be in goals <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, Barry McKay will play maybe yeah. Lawrence Shankland um, up front Stephen Kingsley Kingsley no doubt uh, will play but yeah. they, they've got a good hey, team you know I, I really enjoy watching yeah. Hearts yeah I, I really do you know mm. and I say sometimes I look at clubs and they sign a lot of players during the window like during the summer and you're thinking Okay, where's the manager going with this? Again, is it head of recruitment? You know, are they just assembling players? Or is it just for numbers? Is it jersey fillers to yep. coin Craig Moore's phrase, phrase? But when you look at Hearts and you see the signings that they make, you can see where it fits in. You can see where the manager's trying to go. And he likes to have a, an entertaining attacking team. And let us say with Hearts too, I thought they were disappointed by their own standards in the Scottish Cup final against Rangers. And uh, I'm sure they want to go out and try and make amends for that on Saturday. Well, you know what they're going to do? They're, they're going to go for Rangers. I mean, that, that's not going to be any surprise. So the Rangers um, should know before the game. Listen, they're going to come at them. You know what way Hearts played? They played the fourth, uh, four, sorry, three, four, three formation. It very rarely does Robbie change the formation. Um, the personnel at times might change, but you know it's going to be. A t- it's always a tough game at, at Tyne Castle. Fans are right on you tighter pitch 
But listen, it's a brilliant place to play, Tinker. How much are you looking forward to this? So that's the international three games done. Yeah, I'm we've got for... seven points, we're through. Yeah, and we're down to two points now. There's yeah. a proper race. So I'm not saying it was over because Celtic were five points, but with the result now, that's got to give Rangers that boost to go and make sure they get the three points now and and, and put the pressure back on Celtic a little bit. Football show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go, 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 go. Football show. Twenty-two hours after Scotland had that nil-nil result in Krakow in Poland, so it's been quite some week, and uh, it's all pretty rosy there, despite all the you know the illnesses and the injuries and Scott McTominay missing. What a tournament he had until he, he got that booking, Barry. You'd want to say Scott McTominay uh, integral to this team. Yeah, listen, in terms of Scott McTominay, Paul, he's normally played in a back three right side. Steve Clark liked him coming out with the ball, but he's, his natural position is in that central um, in the midfield. And I thought he was um, top class um, against Ukraine. That, that I think again. I know it says. I know I said sorry that it was Scotland's best performance under Stevie Clark. But for me, that was Scott McTominay's best performance. And I think he comes in for a bit of um, unfair criticism at times. He's playing at Man United and he, he's still getting a game. So it just shows you what Man United think of him. He's a. He certainly he's a. He's a good football player. Look, he's not going to win a game in his own, but he does a. He done a brilliant job for Scotland, and, and and like I like seeing guys who have come in for a a bit of a tough time come through it, and I end with good performances. And certainly Scott McTominay did did that. And for me, I thought him and Callum McGregor and John McGinn, that trio in the midfield, really complemented each other. What a week for John McGinn, and how proud we had Stephen, his brother, on last night, his big brother, and he was terrific on the show. You know them well. Uh, they're such a pride, such a footballing family. We're such a family. Yeah. Um, they're so proud of John, as they should be. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's been great. You know, fifty, now fifty-one. Yep. Caps captain in his country. Um, Paul, he's on track to break Ken Douglas's and Dennis Law's goal-scoring record, thirty goals. He's on track to do it. Wouldn't be surprised um, if he does it. Um, and, and captain of Aston Villa as well which happened and I was pleased because I think he's had a tough time you know, Villa had a tough time and constant he said question marks yeah over Stephen Gerrard from, from weekend one of the season when they lost away to Bournemouth why? constant I think because he's such a big name Gerrard and he's, he's the, going to be the next Liverpool manager etc. I think it's really unfair really really unfair um, on him but yeah to get back to John McGinn he's been he's been brilliant you know, when you look at um, he left St Mirren decided not to stay he was without a club for a couple of months. Only Coyle had him at um, um, in Austin, um, and then he ended up Alan Stubbs took him. I think paid a hundred grand to St Man. Alan, Alan Stubbs took him to Hibs. Several clubs hummed and hawed about taking him again. Celtic messed up. It should have been, it was an absolute gimme to get that deal over the line. They messed up with it, didn't get him, and he went to Aston Villa. Steve Bruce paid the money, and the rest is history. He's been absolutely outstanding. How good, John McGinn. Yeah, he left a, a he left Scotland a good player, but I think he's been up a couple of levels, no doubt about it. Um, and again, I, I think it is unfair because he's come in. I don't know whether it's the captaincy side of things at Aston Villa, yeah, because the way it happened, uh -huh. um, getting the captaincy took off a player, and then John gets it. Obviously, it comes with a bit of responsibility. But I've seen Aston Villa a couple of times and he's still playing well down there. But listen, he's he's um, he's a very good player, John McGinn. I just like him in that forward area. Listen, he can play anywhere in the midfield. He can play that holding role, but 
I've always maintained and I've always said that I like him when he's let off a leash where he can go up and get and support his centre forward and get in people's faces and um, yeah he's he's turned into a a real top midfielder John McGinn good type as well a yeah. good boy Paul good at his impressions I can do a good take off on a number a number of people, yeah, he's got that. He's got that in his locker. He's good at impressions. Good, uh, good company in a, in a day out. Brilliant. He would want us to talk about St Mirren. John McGuinn would want this because that's his old team. Can it's we look at the games? Yeah. Says there he left St Mirren. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I, I knew he went. I thought a gamble. Yeah. I just no. thought he went straight to Hibs. No, it, it was away summer of two thousand and fifteen. I think. Wow. Find and he didn't have a club. Uh, I don't think he was happy with St Mirren's offer took a bit of a gamble mm-hmm. only wanted to sign him yep. but because of the rules they'd have had to pay the fee or mm-hmm. they'd have had to get, he would have been put out of the game for three or four months but only was desperate to sign him because Sandy Stewart was out with Oney and they're back at Queen's Park together and Sandy was in helping Danny Lennon at St Mirren for a wee while when Sandy oh, yeah. heard that, wow. that John was out he's like Oney all day long let's go and get him and they did and a couple of clubs Jackie McNamara was the United manager mm-hmm. at the time wanted to take him um, couldn't get it over the line um, with the chairman and eventually Alan Stubbs get the Hibs job get tipped off about him and um, I think get 100 grand later was the fee wow. that St Man got Can we look at the weekend games because you're not going to be here on Friday Barry so let's get into it fancy yep. it just now yep, yep on you go what about St Mirren who are currently fourth top against the side who are joint fourth fifth with them Livingston good yeah. game at Paisley yeah I've got to be honest with you I, was, I know a lot was made yeah. it was because Celtic were poor but you've got to give St Man credit. I yeah. thought St Man were excellent. I thought the set-up, um, the 3-5-2 formation was excellent. They clearly worked on it leading up to that game. Um, and look, what, I thought St Man would have struggled this season. Mm-hmm. got to be honest with you. Um, but fair play to them. They've, they've had a bit of form in Livingston. <laughs> Again, they, they just surprise um, everybody. They're always one of... I wouldn't say they're everybody's favourites to get relegated but you think they're always yeah, going to be down sure. down there and they always spring surprise results so that's that's going to be a, a right good game two really mm-hmm. strong defensively both teams you know what I'm going to say here I think that's going to end up a draw score draw yeah Livy, Livy often go on a bad run don't they and then he turns it back round mm-hmm. David Martindale and, and Stephen Robinson he was under pressure start of the yeah. season wasn't he yeah he was yeah. so what do you think Mark your old club St Mirren up against Livy I'm going to agree with Barry 1-1 one, one. ok 1-1 one, one. Yep. you'll be with us later in the week so we might not ask you too many just now but no we do want to talk about some of the teams here uh, Ross County against Hibs so Ross County on 5 mm-hmm. points they really need the points Hibs I know everyone says they've been in and out but they've got 11 points Barry yeah but I'm going to go with Ross County <laughs> yeah. yeah why I've just got a feeling that yeah. um, again Ross County they've not been playing the worst um, Hibs I, I just I keep saying this I know we're at the end of September I just can't make my mind up yeah. about Hibs yeah, I'm very yeah. unsure um, what type of season that they're going to have but this one I'm going to go Ross County a good game up there Dundee United against St Johnson so Liam Fox looking to you first Mark on it just the game in general what's the news at the moment Liam Fox another yeah. new manager in yeah, some people say no it's the, it's the budget edition and yeah. he's he's spoken about that today yeah I mean he, he's got the job you know he, he had an addition for three or four games he auditioned very very well and I think he deserves it he's a, he's a highly rated young coach but it's now making that step from being a coach into being a manager totally different he's brought in Stevie Crawford to work with him um, Stevie knows his stuff um, so yeah and uh, you know the old derby game on, on Saturday at Tannadice 
uh, to kick him off for St Johnson. Nicky Clark came back to play against him. D United, he's already scored for St Johnson. So um, yeah, that yeah, that could be a right good game. game. Barry, what do you think at Tannadice? Did you like playing at Tannadice? I think you would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah didn't mind it. It's got the slope. Yeah. Um, never always um, liked hitting down the down the hill. But in terms of this game, I think I, I'm going to go St Johnson here. Right. I know Fancy. it's um, Mark just mentioned it. Nicky Clark going back to his old team Liam Fox's first game I know he's additioned well he's had a, a couple of positive results a good performance at Ibrooks, but I don't know there's something tells me this is always a close game as well so mm-hmm. I think St Johnson will nick it and that would know. be some turnaround for Callum Davidson that would put them in 10 points and United still on 2 points they're in danger of being anchored at the bottom aren't mm. they? Massive game for Dundee United yeah. on Saturday mm. Paul absolutely massive I think there's a lot of pressure on them yep. Dundee United so it's whether they can handle that mm-hmm. that pressure and I'm sure that's what Callum will be saying he's, he's St Johnson yep. players listen make sure we start well here and then you know it's like up there the fans will get on their, on their back a wee bit um, so yeah yep. I think that'll be a St okay. Johnson victory uh, what about Aberdeen against Kilmarnock there's a lot today people saying about Jim Goodwin you know he had to go the other way as he's entitled to I know he's mm-hmm. in trouble potentially uh, with the beaks for criticising um Ryan Portis, what do you think? Kelly, they desperately want yeah, points. Derek yeah, Derek back up to his former club. Yeah. Um, he knows how to set a team up. Yeah, I'm going to go a draw with that one. You go for a draw? Yes. Score draw, do you think? Or? Yeah, I think it can be a boring... Could this be a... 0-0. Yeah. 0-0, Mark, we're going to keep that for you. Celtic Motherwell, we asked Barry for his team... Uh, of Rangers for the game at Tynecastle for Celtic it's probably harder to say just now because of the injury worries Cameron Carter-Vickers Starfelt we know is out Turnbull uh, didn't play at all during the week we're hearing Gikamakis and Maeda as well mm-hmm. potentially yeah so, it's, it's just one that they'll be assessed and the treatment tables will be will be busy over the next 48 hours um, you know but sometimes you know with the great suspect with, with, with it being Nation League games for a lot mm-hmm. of those guys not a lot at stake in a number of the games Maybe just precautionary as well that they, that they stay out of them. Barry, what do you reckon? It's three o'clock, Celtic Park, 60,000. Yeah, the I think it's going to be a convincing Celtic win. Um, obviously, I wasn't happy what happened at, at St Mern last time out. Yeah, but I think you'll, um, you'll get a reaction for Celtic and they'll win the game comfortably. Andy Walker was saying last night, he spoke to him before the game to Ange Postacoglu and he was saying, what a great pitch this is. You know, it's a smaller ground, but good on them having the real pitch. And I said, I wonder if he's saying that afterwards there. But I mean, full credit to St Mirren having a proper uh, ground. It should yeah, be. But do you know what St Mirren, they never let Celtic settle. No. Yep. They never let them settle. If you let Celtic settle and you give them time in the ball, they're going to hurt you big time. And St Mirren never allowed that. Are Rangers going to go top of the table for at least yes, a couple of hours? I mean, yeah. I, I've got to say it because they've got to win. They've got to win the game, Paul. If they don't win, would you... Yeah, I, come on, you, you've got a chance of going top of the league. Yeah. Look, I think Celtic will beat Mullow, but look, you've got to go and, and at least try and put a, some sort of mm. pressure on them. Or, or let Celtic know, listen, we ain't going away now. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of attitude you've got to have. And could they go to Anfield and bring yeah, off a surprise? Come on. Sure. You but can ask that next Monday. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's delaying that one. Uh, Mark's, it's going to be some weekend, isn't it? Ah, yeah, Heart Rangers, what a way to start. Oh, it's brilliant. You know, lunchtime kick-off, yeah. live on Sky, full card on, on the Saturday afternoon, which we don't often get um, as well. Then we've got the, the Champions League Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and Hearts as well. Brilliant game against Fiorentina. Yeah. 
um, coming up on Thursday night as well. Back to back, they've got Fiorentina. So, you know, really good times ahead. As I said, the schedule, Paul, now, between now and November 12, 13, absolutely relentless. It's non stop. And Barry, what a week it's been. You know, we were we were all on the high of the Champions League. Okay, some difficult results, but Champions League, you've got a, a tight race. And then we went to the Nations League. But my goodness, Stevie Clark has delivered. Yeah, he's lifted us. Um, listen, Scottish football's in a good place just now. National team doing really well again after a, a difficult period in, in June. Both old firm teams in the Champions League. Two points between them. And... It's all Saturday games. I, I love games. I don't know what it is. Just three o'clock. I know Rangers, uh, sorry, Hearts and yeah, Rangers sure. is at half twelve, but I just like the games. Saturday, Saturday's football. It's brilliant. So, yeah, we're in a good place up here. Great, the early kickoff. You don't have to watch football focus. <laughs> you can actually watch the game live, which is what everyone used to do, wasn't it? It was always that or uh, on the ball. But uh, we'll be here with the Go Radio football show tomorrow night. Leanne Crichton is going to be here and Andy Walker. Mark, we'll see you on Friday. Barry, yep. we'll see you in a few days. Thanks Cheers. very much Cheers, for Paul. that. Well done, Scotland. Coming up after the news, it's Joe Kilday. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.